This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Off Menu Podcast, taking the head of conversation, the tail of the internet, pulling those apart, cracking open the shell of good times, pulling out the poop shoot of bad times, and chowing down on the prawn cast. In a lobster? No, that's a prawn. <laughs> That's a gamble. My name is James A. Gaster. We own a dream restaurant and we invite a guest in every single week and we ask them their favourite ever start a main course dessert, side dish and drink. Not in that order. And this week, our guest is... Steve-O. Steve-O, of course, you will know from Jackass. The guy's a, the guy's a cultural icon, James. He's uh, got his own podcast, Steve-O's Wild Ride. He's, of course, done Wild Boys yes. on TV as well. The Jackass movies, Jackass TV series. He's a stand-up comedian. Has been a stand-up comedian for over a decade now. Yeah, touring many countries. Yes, uh, and eagle-eared listeners of this podcast will know that, of course, I am a massive fan of Steve O's work. But James is absolutely obsessed with Jackass and what the Jackass guys are up to now. Yes, it's one of my favourite things is to know what the Jackass guys are up to now. Jackass Forever was uh, what was probably now one of my favourite films of all time. Yes, came out last year. Uh, I've watched it a lot, including the the extra one where you get all the the different footage yes. that didn't make it in the film. I've watched that too. And uh, I watched it on the plane on the way to my honeymoon and <laughs> yes. paused the film as the air hostess came around and there was a dick just filling the whole screen. Yeah, which is very hard to pause that film and then not be a dick f- yes. f- filling the screen. There's quite a lot of dicks in it. Yes. Um, look, you know. We're, bu- we're buzzed that we're going to be talking to Steve-O. This is, this is pretty amazing. And um, you know, Benito's a bit scared. Yes. Steve-O's coming into the office. Toaster's in the office. Yeah. You know, Steve-O loves animals, but he's done loads of stunts with animals yeah. in Jackass. Yes. So he might be about to, you put know... Put toast up his ass. Put toast up his ass. That could happen. Could happen. And that's the risk we're taking today. Yes. It's worth I'm it. willing to take that risk. And if he shoves toast up his ass, we will not kick him out. No. But if he chooses a secret ingredient, which we have deemed to be unacceptable, then we will kick him out, as is the format of the podcast. Those are the rules. It is. And this week, the secret ingredients is... 
A, a line of, of wasabi. wasabi. Which he has had before. We saw him in one of the Jackass films snort a line of wasabi. It made him puke. Yes. It was pretty disgusting. Yeah. And I could only imagine what it felt like. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we're hoping he doesn't want to do that again. We're hoping he doesn't want to do it again. But, you know, we, we are choosing something that he might have got a taste for afterwards. Yeah, maybe. maybe. You know, he went away and thought that was actually great. He certainly doesn't let things put him off, so yeah. maybe it is part of his dream yeah. to do something wild like that again. Yeah, so, you know, fingers crossed he won't pick it, but if he does, rules are rules, and if anyone can take getting kicked out of the dream yeah. restaurant, it's Steve-O. Steve-O has a new special, which is out now. It is the Bucket List special. Uh, I believe it is available on his website, steveo.com, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll ask him all about it. We'll hear all about the making of the special that's, that's coming out. Yes, very excited to meet Steve-O, to hear from Steve-O, to get some stories, and to hear what food he likes. Yeah. This is the off-menu menu of Steve-O. Welcome, Steve-O, to the Dream Restaurant. Yeah, dude. Welcome, Steve-O, to the Dream Restaurant. We've been expecting you for some time. Love it. Now, candidly... Yeah. I was told that uh, I I had to come up with a uh, a dream meal. Yeah. And I got really excited. Yeah. And then I found out you guys aren't even going to cook it for me. <laughs> no, you know, people don't want to hear you eat. No. Although no, people what? have seen you do a lot worse, to be fair. Yeah, probably, yeah. yeah. Right. We like to make people really hungry coming up with their dream menu, yeah. and then we just send them back out into the world starving. I, I'll tell you right out of the gate yeah. that my favorite food... Is pickled onion monster munch really? Yeah. So, is it really, Steve? Are you are you pandering to us because if, it's? If you think I'm kidding, why well, are you, this is why are you taking your belt? Why this you is happening your belt? earlier than I okay, thought? So Steve's just pulled his trousers oh down, God. and he has a. He has the monster from the Pickled Onion Monster Munch tattooed on his leg. Very vividly. Is that new? A large one, Is that yeah. a new tattoo? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now we might as well put, peel the curtain back a little yeah. bit. But because, what does that mean when you uh, say Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please, Steve. Because this podcast, as people are listening to it right now, mm-hmm. if all goes to plan... Well, they'll be listening to it substantially in the future. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We're in July now and we're going to hold this off until your special. Right. Which yeah. leaves a bunch of question marks, which makes this very, very titillating. <laughs> Number one, will my brand new pickled onion monster munch tattoo yep. be a cause for a massive crippling staph infection (laughs) when I jump off the Tower of London Bridge into the filthy River Thames tomorrow. Tomorrow? Hang on, so when when did you get the tattoo done? Yesterday. (laughs) And two days after you get it done, you're jumping into the Thames. It is bad, like, it is very bad. They they say don't even get it wet. They say don't even take a shower. The Thames is pretty wet. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You've had staph infections before? No. You never have. Well, no, but but so I, I'm, not, a... I'm not even really worried about it because I've spent my entire life uh, challenging my immune system. Yes, yeah, sure. and, and as such, building it up. Yeah. I remember, uh, you know, people maybe don't know this. I was born in England, mm-hmm. and I attended high school. Your your forms go through the age of 16. High school goes to 18. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I did all four years of high school in London, England. Oh, I was actually there even before that. I was uh, in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. attending the American school in London, England. Mm-hmm. And this was like a highly privileged school, like almost exclusively for obnoxiously wealthy kids. <laughs> yeah. 
my dad was like a, a wildly successful corporate executive. And they, they had this week called Alternatives, I think. And it was just, they'd send the students on field trips. And these field trips were like all over the world, like mm-hmm. high level stuff. So I, I chose to go to Egypt for a week in eighth grade. When yeah. we got to Egypt, they told us, they said, do not drink the water. Or they said, even if you order uh, like a, a Coca-Cola, do not let them put ice cubes in it because that I, the because you'll get so sick. Mm-hmm. And we're like, wow, creepy. And then we're, we're, we're at this restaurant and uh, the, the restaurant was literally on the, the Nile River eating out on the patio on like the bank of the Nile River. And I watched this Egyptian dude like kneeling by the river and and i watched him dunk a toothbrush in the nile river and just sit there brushing his teeth and i thought well damn it like uh if tap water's bad then then what's the nile you know it's got to be gnarly and then my next thought was but i bet this guy's just used to it you know like and i bet if this guy who's brushing his teeth in the nile went back to london where i live and drank tap water he'd probably get sick you know, it's like whatever you're used to. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I devised at that moment, in that moment, I decided that my goal to be the healthiest person would be to travel the world everywhere and just gulp down tap water, <laughs> which I went on to do. We, we filmed Wild Boys, the, this yeah. Jack, yeah. uh, Jackass spinoff TV show. Oh, Steve, we, I just so you know. You don't have to give us any background on anything, <laughs> anything that you have done. Nice. We, we filmed Wild Boys on every single continent except for Antarctica. And I'm reasonably sure that Antarctica's probably got pretty clean water yeah, I think anyway. Right, yeah. Um, and I did. First thing I would do when we, when we like checked into our spot, I'd put down my bags. You know, after traveling, you want to brush your teeth. So I'd be brushing my teeth. I'd think about it and it's gulp, 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 gulp down tap water. <laughs> And I never got sick. Never. I drank toilet water in Peru. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, and you never, you never got the shits. You never had anything. I'm not gonna say never. Yeah. I had, like uh, I had some diarrhea in uh, in Kenya. I yeah. think I've every time I've gone to Kenya, I've, I've gotten some kind of diarrhea. Yeah. Now we we just heard a dog barking. We might so, hear that a little more. Yes. That is this uh, terribly badly behaved dog, which I picked up in Hull. Yeah. Uh, darn it. <laughs> Not yesterday, the day before yesterday. So this is like the, the same as the tattoo. Yeah. Same day as the tattoo. It's a big day. I was laying. Oh, dude, I was such a big day. I was laying down on the tattoo table with the dog, like yeah. laying on me, and this dog is snappy. Yeah. I mean, like it, it will bite you. Yeah. Like, yeah. like at one point, somebody opened up the door to the tattoo parlor, and there was kind of a crowd gathered around outside because I was posting to my Instagram stories. So I tagged the tattoo parlor, and everybody. There's mm-hmm. a crowd outside the tattoo parlor. Somebody opens up the door and this damn dog just bolts out and just goes straight to just attacking a, 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 a much smaller dog viciously. <laughs> yeah. Viciously t- so, okay. So, so yeah, I've, I've named this dog Tazzy. Yeah. yeah. It looks and acts like a Tasmanian devil. <laughs> and uh, it's not okay with kids or cats or dogs. Yes. And my job is to find a home for it. But if I fail, the hoarder lady in Hull will take it back. Yeah. <laughs> she, she, had, she told us she had 92 animals in her house. Oh my God. Like, you know, it was just, she was down to just the one dog. I mean, I, I kid calling her a hoarder lady. She's actually a wonderful lady who runs an animal shelter out of her own house. Yeah. 
I, I just, I love animals. It's my thing. Yeah, no, you're, you're a big animal. I mean, is Peru where you got your last Wendy, dog? Wendy, yeah, yeah. Yeah, nah, yeah. We've gotten we've gotten more dogs since. since okay. We picked one up in Hawaii named Lucy, and she's the greatest. But yeah, we've got more question marks. Mm-hmm. Will Will I get arrested for for jumping off the Tower of London Bridge? It's not that high, but it's not that low. You you've, like you've, this, you've not you've not no cleared pun, it. You've no not cleared it with anyone. Oh no, God, you're no. just gonna <laughs> yeah, rock definitely, up and do it. Yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. not cleared. Will, will the current be strong enough to take me out to see where I might drown? Mm. I don't think so. A lot of people have been worried about that. Well, you, you, you will get taken like, out to like, sea. They're, they're like, the current is intense in the Thames. No, yeah. you, you'll be fine with that. I, you'll be yeah, fine. You won't be dragged out to I, sea. I jumped off it 20 years ago. Right. Yeah, and and what, what bridge was that from? Was it the same bridge? Tower Bridge. So the yeah. same bridge. Yeah, so you yeah. kind of know. Yeah. At the time, that was the highest I'd ever jumped off of. So does that mean you've got like a game plan going into this when you know how to jump off of this particular bridge? Well, the only game plan is to bring a professional photographer. Because <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, right. Oh, there's another one. And this is all, these are yeah. all question marks. How's it going to go? Yeah, yeah. And, and I believe that the universe is smiling on me, dudes. You know, every once in a while, you feel like you're just getting a little tap on the shoulder, a little wink, you yeah. know, like everything's coming together and there's just no way. It's like we call it a God shot. Yeah. Right. Because as part of my campaign to get killer professional photos, I was like, dude, London, you know, like I got to get a photo surfing on the roof of a big red London double-decker bus. Yeah. Got to do it, you sure. know? But how do you do that? I have a buddy um, in in Hull who uh, I flew out to L.A. because he won this competition. He is a bus driver, double-decker bus driver in Hull. Right. Of, course, of course, those pussies have blue double-decker buses. That's not, that's yeah. dude. Yeah, no, that photo's that's, not going to mean anything to anyone around yeah, the world, right? That's, that's, a, that's a knockoff. It's yeah. uh, an imposter. I don't want anything to do with the blue double-decker bus. It has to be red. But it, it was pretty clear, my buddy, the bus driver in Hall, that, that, that it's not just as easy as... Yeah, sure. Hop on the roof, <laughs> you know. Yeah, Nobody, sure. So, and and I've I've been beaten up on him. Like, okay, he's mm-hmm. like, well, I mean, he says, I suppose if you go to like the the bus yard where they park the bus, I'm yeah. like, dude, I don't want to get a photo of a bus parked in a crowded lot lot of you know that's lame. Yeah. It's got to be on the road. Then I get I get to London, and and I've spent the last few days trying to figure out how to get this shot. Yeah, and it just so happens that in front of the hotel my lady is in. She's the production designer for my special. Mm-hmm. And, and she couldn't come on tour. She's just working on this insane wall of hundreds of TVs from the 80s that all have to work. And it just so happens that right outside of the hotel is where the double-decker bus drivers take their breaks. <laughs> Literally, you got, you've got like, uh, at all times, at all times, there's buses that, that just come up and, and it's not necessarily great for the photo because like there'll be like a bus, there'll be like three of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's in the road. It's very London-y. And um, they literally come up, they park in front of our hotel. Then the driver just gets out of the driver's seat and just goes and hangs out in the back for his like 15 minute break, has a snack, like whatever. He's just chilling in the back. Mm-hmm. So what this bus driver doesn't know is that I'm going to have a crew <laughs> Like with uh, like a 15 foot extension ladder. Mm-hmm. And we don't have the ladder yet. Again, this is a question mark. So it's a fascinating conversation. I think the ladder is the easiest bit. Of, yeah. Yeah. Of, yeah, uh, yeah. Right. So at least but, if you but, 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 but we need to be respectful and not scratch the bus. So yeah, yeah. 
we, we Googled, Googled it on the way here to your studio. A London big red double-decker bus is 14 feet and four inches. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily need the extension ladder to be taller than that, right? I think if we get a 15-foot extension ladder, mm-hmm. so this is how many people I need to get this done. I need uh, two people to move the ladder in and out yeah. and hold it steady. And the ladder can't be in the photo, so they got to get it out and then bring it back. Yeah. I need one guy to fly the drone to get the killer drone shot. Uh-huh. I need another guy, professional photographer, to get the killer still image. Yeah. I need videographer, probably two of them, to get multiple angles. So that's it's five or six, and yeah. then me. It is amazing, like, the sort of things that you do. They're obviously presented as, like, completely crazy, and you've done it on the on a whim. But the yeah. amount of work that actually has to go into them to make them happen. Well, and without exception, every time I come up with an idea, it has to happen immediately. <laughs> yeah, <sure. laughs> so like my whole crew is completely used to like, oh God, what's he come up with this time? And we're always excited about it. It's always like generally like a pretty fun idea, but I, I super stress out my crew because they never have like advanced notice to put yeah. something. It's always like 15 gotta... foot ladder with rubber feet. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. And, and then that's why I brought my executive assistant with me because like he's out there sourcing that ladder. Yeah. And I, told, yeah. I told him like renting it would make more sense, but it'd be pretty gangster to buy it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> buy the ladder. Yeah. Yeah. Probably be pretty gangster to buy it. And like, I'm just picturing the, the bus because I, I travel on a tour bus all the time yep. and we have like, you know, crazy assholes climbing up on the roof of our tour bus. And every time without fail, we notice it. You can't have somebody <laughs> yeah. on the roof of the bus and not feel it. We're like, oh, we've had people climb up on the roof of our bus and jump up and just break their ankle. Sure. One guy broke his ankle so bad. And I, I know what that's like, you know, yeah, like yeah. I've, I've had my whole ankle shattered and screwed together. Like it's yeah. bad, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's right. yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so I'm, I'm, the bus driver's gonna know when yes. I get on the roof. Yeah. Like, there's just nothing. It's driving it. But it'll yeah, be yeah. too late. It's not gonna prevent us from getting the photo. Yeah, sure, you'll get the, the photo. You've got time to get the photo. And then, and then the video, I, I would, I would imagine, would capture the bus driver coming out of the bus a little hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be getting told off. A, a little, I'll be, maybe get get told off a little yeah. bit. And and, uh, and bus drivers take no shit, by the way. I, yeah, they right, are right. really used to people getting at them, so they they are they will flip. Right, yeah. they will I, absolutely I bet. flip. You know, and now we now we arrive at. I want to. I'm searching for the word. Is it existential? Like uh, this dynamic, this this double life that I live. Mm-hmm. Because that's kind of a dick thing to do. I'm gonna piss off a bus driver on purpose, and at the same time, I'm this like reformed clean and sober guy like living a spiritual life you know Mm -hmm. like before i can even have coffee in the morning i have to meditate for 20 minutes do full yoga the whole deal i can't lie i got to do the right thing yeah but there are some things that are not okay for stephen glover that are perfectly appropriate for steve <laughs> yeah i also you know <laughs> and, and plus the guy the bus driver no matter how mad he is there's a decent chance he's gonna get a step ladder out of it i mean also you know you got we, we all are just on our own journeys trying to improve and you know i think when you look at you know if these days you might irritate a bus driver a little bit, but you haven't even you've gone to really great lengths not to even scratch the bus. Right. But you know, back in the day, 
I remember my friend getting a Steve-O Live DVD of one of your tours, and one of the extras was just you on PCP for three days, going absolutely right. ballistic and being the worst person in the world. Right. So, like, I think it's a pretty good it's, step. Yeah, it's um, you're moving forward, progress in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. and and uh, I, I'll absolutely be ready to to throw a hefty cash tip at the guy. Yeah. Exactly, and yeah. I'll promise yeah. to either pixelate or replace in Photoshop the uh, the license plate number. Yeah. So we'll make it into, like, the, nobody ever needs to know that that was this guy's bus. Yeah, yeah. And then we will preserve his anonymity, throw him a big tip, maybe hook him up with an extension ladder, <laughs> and uh, and life goes on. Off to the Tower Bridge. Which he'll probably happily drive you to. Yeah. If you find, if you find like that's what you're doing. You know, the, the first time... If that's his route, and yeah. he finally gets you off the roof of his bus, and then he's like, right, i just got to get on with my day. And then he drives by and sees you on top of the... <laughs> it's like a guy. When I first sought to jump off the Tower Bridge 20 years ago, my idea was that I would paid for one of these sightseeing tours. You know, the, the, the top of the bus is open, so they can't prevent me from it. It's easy to get in there. Mm-hmm. And I would pick one that just happens to go over the tower bridge, and then as it drove over the tower bridge, I would jump out of the open top of the Decker bus off the bridge. But when I went to go scout it out, it turned out that that sidewalk's like, yeah, you know. 30 feet wide. Yeah. I mean, there's no way you're going to make that. It's it's redid. You don't you never think about how wide a sidewalk is yeah. until you're trying to jump uh, out of a double decker bus. Well, I think it. I think we've all been through that. <laughs> I think visually that's even funnier though. If you were to film that <laughs> and it's just you jumping off a bus and it's landed on the sidewalk. Right, <laughs> yeah. and uh, and I said sidewalk. Then, then I'm in surgery with the other but jump off the bus, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the, here's the most major question. Mark. Sure, let's yes. do that. Is is uh, will I get arrested for the uh, bus or the London Bridge? And they can't deport me because I'm British and I have a valid mm-hmm. British passport. Uh, they can't arrest me. I can't picture either of these crimes being so serious that I would be locked up and precluded yeah. from doing any shows. So that's not really a question mark. But a staph infection mm. with my new tattoo could really put a hamper on my ability to perform. Yeah. And I have the biggest show of my life in London. It's Steve-O's Bucket List Special. And what's extra exciting about this conversation is that it's the very first formal promotion for this special mm-hmm. that, that that I've done yet. And I don't even know what the messaging is. <laughs> I can tell you that I'm positive that this special will not be on Netflix or HBO or any other legitimate platform which presents comedy specials because it is actually triple x rated yeah well our our friends are working on it uh and they've one of them has told me one of the things that you've got to do and that's what i don't have to do it's it's been done that you have decided to do yeah Yeah, like like, there's no way that obviously that's not going to be on any (laughs) part of this project and this special in this special like i actually blow a load I, I yeah. fully eject, not only do yeah. I not only do I ejaculate on yeah. camera, but naked with another man strapped to my back. But I do so simultaneously as I fall out of an airplane at 15,000 15, feet in the air. Yeah, like that's the most ambitious 
like absurd and uh, I mean, it's just challenging. You try and jack off to completion in a tiny little airplane. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> I think I, I'd be too. I'd be too worried that because as far as I understand it, with that. Um, and you, have you you, you filmed that already? That's, yes. Like oh. the, the, and that's the, called skyjacking, right? That's called skyjacking. Yeah. 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 Uh, just to be sure. My thing that I'd be most concerned about is that, as far as I understand, when you ejaculate, it's as you jump out the plane. Yeah. Which I would be quite worried that when I do that, that means I just haven't got my wits about me and I'm going to get everything wrong. Well, I mean, when you've got the other guy strapped to your yeah, back, he's like, you don't have to though. do anything. He's mm. got your jizz flying up in his that's face. True. Yeah. And that, that's true. That's what I'd be worried the about. Blow, the blowback. Is, yeah, he, yeah, he definitely caught some, some uh, what, what do you call it, uh, crossfire. Yeah, But I think if you're agreeing to do that, you're not going to be mean, bothered dude, by it was, jizz like, in your it face, wasn't, right? Oh, yes, it he, wasn't he just challenging logistically. I mean, it was challenging to get the coverage. Yeah. Thank God we had the camera in the right spot on the outside of the plane to really get the money shot. It's arguably the biggest success of my entire career for yeah. how challenging it was. Because yeah. consider this. I'm sorry like, for laughing, Stephen. Obviously, I agree yeah. with you. But like, <laughs> well, it's, no, it's very funny. I, I, I found out that I was already in the airplane. That's when I found out that... Uh, I, I I needed to time the ejaculation within a very precise window of two minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that that's counterintuitive to like why like yeah. how's that? But come to learn that learn to if, if we <laughs> if, if we fall out of this airplane at any other time, then we miss the drop zone. Right. There's a very distinct uh, area yeah. that we have to land in. Yeah. And we're only over that. The two minutes is that all you got. Yeah. So for that, now that's precision. I'm yeah. doing yeah. the most challenging thing and it has to be precisely and uh, like, never mind finding the company that was okay with doing this <laughs> under their banner. Sure. The individual who was uh, actively strapped to my back. Yeah. And now for the biggest challenge of all to tell a story in such a fashion that it makes a theater full of more than 1,000 people find it permissible, not just to watch me jack off to completion, mm -hmm. but to watch it joyfully. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean... And, and I did that. I pulled that off. That's a feat. Like yeah. that, that, that's well, the, but, but when it that. comes to the craft of stand-up comedy and storytelling, yeah. like, like I think that's testimony that I have for the last 13 years of persistently performing Mm -hmm. I have developed the craft to a point of mastery where in Alabama, thousands of people are watching me jack off and they're okay with that. Yeah. Well, I think, <laughs> I think anyone going to one of your shows, um, I'd be surprised if they weren't. I'd be surprised if they go to see Steve-O in 2023 and they, and they stand up and go, oh, this is too far. I'm going home. This I mean, is, please, yeah. Steve. Well, 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 here's my that. question about skyjacking. We, we should ask you questions about food, but I do have questions yeah. about sure. you jacking off and jumping out of a plane. So, um, so you know that there's a specific time you've got to yeah. jump out and that you've got to there's ejaculate at a, that point. Yeah, there's there's a green light on the wind on on the thing where the, the green light goes on and that indicates it's okay to jump. So this so the, the green light, light. but for you the green light means it's okay to jizz. Yeah, exactly. And and the green light's only going to be on <clears> for two minutes. Yeah. And that's the window. So when I found this out, yeah, I think maybe this answers your question. I said, give me one minute's notice before that light comes on. Yeah, because uh, and, and what's that for? Are you going well, right? I've got a, I've got to think about. Were you thinking about a certain thing that you I, knew? I when... had a portable DVD player <laughs> taped down, queued up to a particularly salacious moment in a film. Yeah. <laughs>
When yeah. Cameron Diaz walks in in the mask. <laughs> Is the mask? No, no. Something about Mary, where the guy's yeah, yeah. got the yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah you're, you're just watching the Ben Stiller thing. Yeah, that's all. Just being like, that's yes. all the guy strapped to your back was thinking about. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But, but, but the, the reason for all of this, I, I've been performing live comedy now for 13 years. Yeah, you know, like just grinding in in comedy clubs, and I I, I started 2010, mm-hmm. and over the course of these 13 years my comedy has improved and it's become a multimedia experience. Like at first it was just me and a microphone. That was my first comedy special. My second comedy special was me and a microphone and footage of the stories I told edited in, in post-production to illustrate the stories Mm -hmm. in a multimedia fashion. Mm -hmm. But the footage was not with me on tour. Now for this third show, which is the bucket list, I filmed everything so the the footage could come with me on tour and the footage had to be shit that's not allowed on jackass that was my my deal i'm gonna set my sights for like forbidden stunts Mm -hmm. and the forbidden stunts were very clear i had the idea for skyjacking for the last 20 years (laughs) every time skydiving ever came up in conversation i would never fail to say that my idea of skydiving yeah yeah and um and, and then there's like, God, the, the things I did for this show, like life-threatening, flagrantly illegal. For example, I got a medical professional yeah. to administer stolen general anesthesia drugs into an IV in my vein yeah. while I was riding a bicycle through a field. <laughs> and that, it, like, it, the, this medical professional in disguise, I mean, it is just so illegal. It's what like, was that disguise? Uh, they were wearing a hazmat suit with the <laughs> yeah. face all like pulled. And yeah, yeah you couldn't. But then uh, we got another medical professional dressed as a clown, mm-hmm. which was kind of appropriate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and he put a four inch needle into my spine and injected a drug into my spinal cavity, which rendered me paralyzed while I was in a full sprint. <laughs> Yeah, and that was before uh, my buddies conducted experiments to determine just how paralyzed I was. So that one is so nuts. Actually, (laughs) after that one, I I found myself paralyzed on the ground sobbing because I was just, tears of joy were flowing because it's so hard for me to raise the bar from where it's at. And like that was such a profound success that it brought me to tears. (laughs) Well, listen, we always start the dream menu with uh, still or sparkling water. Now, you've already said that you go around the world drinking every right. sort of tap water. So would there be a certain type of tap water from a certain country that you would want to start your dream meal with? Because uh, you, more than anyone, by the sound of things, would know what the best tap water in the world is. How about this? I'll go for a glass of Thames. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To yeah. kick off the meal. Yeah, <laughs> a glass of Thames. <laughs> But could we carbonate the Thames? Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Carbon- we soda stream it. Sparkling Thames. Yeah, that yeah. sounds fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Sparkling Thames water. <laughs> sparkling <great>. Thames water. <laughs> Pop and or bread. Pop and or bread, Steve. Pop and or bread. I, I'm actually um, avoiding um, flour. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. just steering clear of it. Like, there's really nothing Very nutritional sensible. about it, and that's where you get all your pudge from. And I'm at that age, man. You know. You know that. 
everyone's just listened to you talking about how <laughs> <laughs> and now you're steering clear I, of flour. Yeah, flour and sugar. I really, really uh, try to avoid, man. And then yeah. again, this is the this is the double life I live. So what what would you have that instead, like just before the meal? If we were to bring you out something, is there anything that they sometimes bring out at restaurants for yeah, olives I mean, or whatever? If you want to do like some carrots and hummus, mm, that yeah. sounds pretty killer. But the hummus has to be covered with Steve-O's hot sauce for your butthole. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm the, familiar with Steve-O's hot sauce for your butthole. Uh, yeah, I well, I've, 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 I've watched Steve-O's podcast on YouTube, yeah. as you know. I've talked about it on the podcast. Yeah. And often at the end, there are adverts for Steve-O's products. Steve-O's many products. Yeah. And you have no idea how many of them contain the phrase for your butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Steve-O's hot sauce for your butthole is the original, the original. It wasn't really designed to be like explosively hot like mm. this. Cause, you know, frankly, I, I like hot sauce, but I don't need it to be like so crazy and so you hot. You want some flavor in there. I want, like, yeah. I, yeah, it's it's not that hot. And, and I'm frankly addicted to it. I, yeah. Like, uh, and, and I have a condiment disorder, so I will go through an entire bottle. Like, right. Not necessarily in one sitting, but that's not unheard of. Yeah, and and then for the people who are just clamoring for even hotter, I have Stevo's Butthole Destroyer hot sauce. Yeah, and uh, you know the Butthole Destroyer represents one third of our sales. Yeah, yeah, my dad's actively working on um, a campaign to sell the brand. Really, he says he says what you've done with this brand. You know, it's like uh, what were the the net sales? <laughs> In 2020, we're like 700,000. Mm -hmm. And then it went out. And then, like, I, I forget what 2021, 2022 was well over a million. Mm -hmm. My dad says, if you've done this well on your own, then like somebody who's actually a distributor, who's yeah. got the channels, who's got, you know, like they could look at this and be like, wow, you know. And, and dad says, if I throw in, a commitment for you to um, make uh, appearances at promotional events to help yeah. this buyer get new accounts, uh -huh. you know, a limited number, as well as uh, a commitment to keep selling the hot sauce on tour. So are you and your dad going to go on Shark Tank, Dragon's Den? We're not even going on Shark Tank, but, but we're preparing the proposal mm -hmm. for Mark Cuban. Right, so yeah. you are. You are yeah. not, not, not necessarily for Mark Cuban to be the buyer, yeah. but for Mark Cuban to point us to, suffice it to say that I can reasonably expect to get a message directly to Mark Cuban, yeah. who I can reasonably expect will be amenable to reading it. Mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, my dad is this business mastermind. And it's just so crazy that this stunt career, you know, I want to be a crazy famous asshole. You know, yeah. like that really kind of drove my father and I apart and then ultimately brought us closer together than everything. Dad's on my payroll now. <laughs> Just yesterday he said that he wants a bump in his retainer. <laughs> he wants an increase in his monthly fee. <laughs> and he's got me by the balls. I got to pay him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's get into your menu proper. What will you be your dream starter? <laughs> I'm... I don't think you're going to be shocked when I say pickled onion monster. <laughs> yeah, 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 that, yeah, yeah. that is not, as I understand it, I mean, and, and all my rules go out the window when it comes to pickled onion monster. Sure. It's even got a form of dairy in it. I think there's mm. like some powder that, oh, that's right. a, yeah, a yeah. derivative of milk. And uh -huh. I'm so, I'm so violently opposed to mm. the, the factory farming industry. 
mm-hmm. and I believe that I'm just contributing to that. Like, it drives me nuts, man. I I, I just throw my morals out the window when it comes to pickled onion monster munch because I love it that much. Yeah. But we've got a big problem with this product. Sure. The problem is from bag to bag, the coating varies. Some bags are are like ex- exquisitely powerful with the flavor. Yeah. And then the next bag, and it could be the next bag in from the same box. Yeah. 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 Which which has virtually no flavor. Yeah. And it's just like you're eating this styrofoam. But are you eating these back to back? Because I, I reckon you might the first bag seems really strong and then you go straight into another yeah, bag. You've just and now you're, the skin of, you're, you're immune your to the flavor. It, it's not. It's very and I can I can confirm that it's not yeah. the case because uh, my lady made me shake on it that I, that I'm limited to just one bag of Monster Munch per day, one bag of pickled onion Monster Munch per day. So it's got to be the biggest bag I can possibly find. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And 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 with this coating problem, yeah, the the new giant variation leans towards less flavorful. Oh, sure. really? Yeah, like they're not coating those giant Monster Munch pieces effectively. Yeah. So. What my dream starter, and and I actually propose this to, I, I want to get in business with Monster Munch. Sure. I, I really, really do. You can do Monster Munch <laughs> butthole destroyer. Steve, it's Monster Munch for your butthole. <laughs> Monster Munch for your butthole. <laughs> Not a bad idea. But, but um, I, I, we have I, talked about that on the podcast actually before with what? someone. We talked about, um, I think Amy Gledhill, we talked about um, shoving Monster Munch up your butt. Oh, really? oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, we talked about different crisps that you could yeah. shove up your oh, butt. Oh, I understand and, that Monster Munch has, or, or uh, there's pickled onion flavored just regular crisps now. I haven't found them yet. It might be. Yeah, 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 sure. yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, I, don't, I don't know if that's under the Monster Munch brand name, but it, yeah. but, but in any case, I, I I think I can safely say that uh, of anybody with like a, a public profile, mm-hmm. I am by far the most outspoken, known fanatic of pickled onion monster munch sure i don't even know that there's a close second well no we've seen the tattoo i mean that's it (laughs) game over i don't think that there's even a remotely close second so now i'm not campaigning to be a spokesperson for pickled onion monster munch but i'm sure my dad would include that in the proposal yeah Yeah. (laughs) okay but I do feel strongly that whether this actually happens in a very real world relationship between between me and the walkers company mm-hmm. walkers crisps yeah the maker yeah um whether or not this actually happens in the real world my dream is for there to be swap out the milk ingredient mm-hmm. there's there's all kinds of alternatives to milk there's no reason mm-hmm. whatsoever to have actual milk from factory farmed dairy cows and double coated yeah. Yeah. Double coated. I think anybody who's a fan of Monster Munch is going to understand what I'm talking about. From one bag to the next, yeah. it's a wildly fluctuating level of flavor. Which so, must be gutting if you've said you're only going to have one bag a day right. and then your bag of the day right. is underflavored. And that has happened on this trip. Now, this yeah. is the first time I've ever limited myself to one bag per day. <laughs> but the problem yeah. is that I have like a, an addictive, because I don't know mm-hmm. how to moderate. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm, I'm white knuckling and I'm losing my mind with just one bag a day. Yeah. But the problem is without these guardrails, like I, I would be visibly 10 pounds heavier by the time I tape the bucket list special. On pure monster munch. <laughs> yeah. Pure monster munch. hundred percent. So your dream starter then will be a massive bag, of, pick it on your monster munch without the milk. Yeah. Double vegan. coated. 
vegan, vegan. double coated pickled onion monster munch. Beautiful. And nope. I wonder if I if I'm even getting that right. I don't know how this product is is produced. I don't know like if it's a coating. Maybe maybe I'm like making the wrong reference. However, they apply the flavoring to the baked corn. Mm -hmm. Double it up, man. Yeah, double it up and. Be mindful that even the double-coated bags don't fluctuate. Find some way to uniformly yeah. coat them all equally. Yeah, well, I'll be interested to know why they're not. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, the, I, the I monsters got, in the factory not doing their job. I, I got to imagine. You've got monsters involved. And, and here's another wonderful question mark. By yeah. October, yeah. have I figured out this proposition? Have yeah. I made the proposal? Has it been accepted or rejected? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, if they re if they reject me, snub me, or ignore me, I'll be kicking myself for how much shine I've given them on your product. <laughs> we'll but get yeah. an email from you. Yeah. Cut all the monster much stuff. Because, because no matter how much they offend me, yeah, they, I, <laughs> I'm still helplessly addicted to their product. They they could do whatever they want. They could they could wrong me. They could harm me. They could assassinate my character and destroy my livelihood. And I cannot stop eating pickled onion monster. Where do you stand on the other flavors of Monster Munch? I don't care. Indifferent. I know yeah, that sure. I know that Flaming Hot is yeah. uh, is right up there in popularity like with pickled it. onion. But there was I don't know if it, it's roast, roast beef. Roast, roast beef, beef is one. the one that makes your hands yeah. stink. You absolutely stink yeah. forever. Yeah. You can yeah. have as many showers as you want. You still smell yeah. of beef, uh, pickled onion monster. I'm, beef, <laughs> beef pickled onion monster. I'm beef. very, very singular in my devotion to pickled onion. Yeah. Now we got to move off this topic. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> now yeah. you can see your fingers going. Well, no, I'm just more concerned with how much free publicity I've been. I mean, I, I haven't sure. even pr pr proposed to them. I don't even know if I'm going to have a business yeah. arrangement with them. I think when we watch, <laughs> yeah, when, when the special comes out and we get to watch it and we watch Skyjacking, and you're there, and we look at the laptop you're watching, and actually, it's just a pickle on your monster munch advert <laughs> yeah. that you're you're jacking it to. Yeah. And there was never a porno. I hope you washed your yeah. hands before you did skyjacking. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know I don't, what? I don't believe in washing my hands, man. Well, even after you've eaten pickle on your monster munch, you're not going to jack off after that. Same rule applies as with tap water. Immunity. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Like your, yeah. your immune system is a muscle, yeah. and it needs to be exercised. Yeah. Straight up, yeah, you know, yeah. if you if you live in an incubator and shield yourself from germs, you're just a pussy that gets sick all the time. <laughs> you know, I have missing teeth, so yeah. I got, I've this. got a yep. partial go. denture. Yep. And uh, my guy who sells merch, you know, yep. he collects the cash and he's like like really scared of cash. Uh -huh. And so I just threw my denture in a bag of cash like the other night. And then pulled it out and put it in my put it back in my mouth and he's like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> so right. yeah, so I don't I, I don't wash my hands. Uh -huh. I, I, don't, I don't believe in it. I shook your hand when you arrived here, you dirty yeah. bastard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you filthy motherfucker. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Let's go on to your dream main course. Okay, Steve. dream main course. Pickled onion monster munch. <laughs> I mean, Respect. <laughs> and I just, people are like, like going to be expecting me to say something vegan. Yeah. Like I've been in the past, like a, a particularly outspoken and I'll, I'll even admit shamefully, like leaning militant on vegan. Like I mm-hmm. do just tremendously care about animals and, and yeah. uh, I'm violently opposed to factory farming and, and all of that. And been very outspoken about that. And I was loudly vegan for four years mm-hmm. and, and then, um, reintroduced seafood into my diet. Then I went back to vegan. and then I reintroduced, you know, I've been kind mm-hmm. of bouncing back and forth and where it's left off now I'm pescatarian. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have fish. On, yeah. on this, I, I believe that eating fish is good for me. I think a lot of these fake vegan meats, highly processed soy and wheat, which your body just simply does not recognize as food. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I went for one of these colonic hydrotherapy where they stick a tube up your butt yeah. and uh, flush it out. Yeah, yeah. Like, Are you doing uh, this as you jumped out of a plane? <laughs> no, just getting I just on the train. I, I just, just did this. And it's crazy because like you're, it's like uh, you're laid down and uh, with your legs up on these things. The tube goes up your butt, and there's like uh, who did it on Jackass, dressed as Santa or something? That was Knoxville. Knoxville did for it. the Christmas episode of the first season. A member of uh, the Plosive team, who are the people who make this podcast, has a question about Knoxville, if I may ask it. Go for it. Uh, how is he still as handsome as he is after all the stuff that he's done that could have smashed his face up? He's been um, very protective of his uh, yeah. his face yeah. he's, uh, with the moisturizer, with... Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, he's shockingly handsome. He's the captain. So I guess all of you have got, you know, what might appear to be a death wish, just do whatever, but you've all got these little things where you will take care of yourself. You're, you're, you're avoiding flour, Knoxville's moisturising. There's like different, well, yeah, you've I'm, all got different uh, ways that you are actually practising self-care amongst all of this. I, I'm full-blown, like, recovery guy. Yeah. So, like, you know, it's not just avoid flour, but, like, you know, clean and start. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm like... With respect to uh, 12-step fellowships, like uh, I, I try not to go too into them, but I've, I've, I'm balls deep in many. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like identifying as a sex addict, mm-hmm. as a, a drug addict, as an alcoholic, um, as a, a, a compulsive overeater. How does the sex addict program react to you using the term balls deep? <laughs> That's a good question. And how does it uh, deal with skyjacking? Like, sure. uh, you know, I don't know if they've ever had to <laughs> had to factor that into their rules right. before. Just segue in from that into what uh, fish okay. you want. What- <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what? I, I believe pretty strongly as it relates to eating the seafood that death isn't something to, to be like feared. I mean, maybe dying if it's like, if it's extremely painful, like mm -hmm. of course nobody wants pain and suffering, but once we're dead, I believe strongly that everything's okay. I think that it's really, really uh, silly to, to grieve for the person who's died. Uh -huh. Now, whenever somebody loses a loved one, I emphatically implore them to grieve selfishly because they miss that person. Yeah. Just don't feel sorry for the person because they're okay now. You know, uh -huh. like, let, let's agree on that. They're okay now. Mm -hmm. Some people would say they're just in a, a void of nothingness. Other mm -hmm. people would say they're in the warm embrace of, of, uh, of our creator. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I'm open to the warm embrace part. I watch all these near-death experience videos and... and uh, oh, I... I know you do. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard you talk about it. Right. I've sure. heard you talk about the near death experience right. videos you watch. So we're all one thing. Yeah, yeah. We're all one thing and sure. we go back to our source, everything's okay. Mm -hmm. So I don't think that death or being Are you about dead... to choose a human being as your main course? You're about to eat a, per <laughs> no. a dead person. No, I, but I just think as when it comes to fish, a, a fish that has lived its life swimming mm -hmm. in the ocean and its natural habitat, you know, has had a the life it was intended to have yeah and then sure it gets it gets caught and that's a bummer but it's a pretty quick bummer like uh it had a great life it had a quick death and then now like uh when i eat it my body recognizes it as food okay. like i'm pretty comfortable with that okay you know? i'm pretty comfortable with that with one caveat that the seas are just wildly overfished and the environment is just not, it's not good for the world yeah. necessarily to eat fish. Like the, the whole ecosystem of the planet is just so challenged and thrown off kilter by overfishing and all the extinctions and everything else. Mm -hmm. But we're, we're getting kind of into the weeds when I get that far. And I just got a vasectomy so that I don't have it on my conscience to bring a human into this world that is so fast going down the drain. Mm -hmm. Sure. So I eat fish and we're going to go with sea bass. Yeah. And I think that's particularly uh, incendiary, yeah. like uh, inflammatory. Like, mm -hmm. uh, like offensive because I, I think that on some level sea bass is endangered. I think right, that's why right. it costs so damn much. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But you'd but, like uh, a, a sea bass. You'd like some sea like bass some as sea your bass. main. It's Chilean. the shortest gap we've had between uh, vasectomy and sea bass on the podcast <laughs> nice. before. Also, I, I guess... uh, by the way, the bucket list features a bit called the vasectomy Olympics. <laughs> no, this is what I was about to ask because I was going <laughs> to say if you're Steve-O and you're getting a vasectomy, surely you don't just get a vasectomy right. and you yeah. leave it. Surely Bravo. there's some. <laughs> to be had there yeah and it is um in all of its glory in yeah. the bucket list special i mean fantastically so and it is the uh the original culprit for i'm not gonna say legions but i've been at this tour for a few years mm. and um we absolutely average at least one person in the audience completely passing out <laughs> after the vasectomy olympics we also have people passing out after the spinal tap and there's a, two other videos that have been culprits too but less frequently right so yeah, we got four videos that make people literally pass out and like this is a phenomenon that i i never anticipated i've never heard about people passing out during jackass movies mm -hmm. but yeah dude, as soon as i went out on this tour some bits that i fast forward in jackass and what's so movies. crazy on every performance you know I, before the vasectomy olympics 
I, I say, as a rule, mm -hmm. before I play this video for you, this masterpiece, before I play you this masterpiece, I have to say something for legal reasons, which is that we are all here at our own risk. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I say before my comedy gigs. <laughs> nice. Let people know. Now, there are exceptions. That yeah. People don't pass out every show, yeah. but we've literally had as many as 11 people pass out in wow. one show. Mm -hmm. So the average is absolutely yeah. no less than one person per show. Yeah, yeah. But there's that rare show, you know, and who knows, man. Maybe London's tough dudes. I don't know. I'd don't pass know. out, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was shocked that the vasectomy Olympics went on to make people pass out mm -hmm. because it's like a minimally invasive procedure. Yeah. Like you don't have to be you're totally awake. Like when I watched back the footage in the edit, my main concern was that it was just plain underwhelming. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was funny. There, there was great banter with the doctor and then the bareback horseback riding immediately afterwards and like all the other challenges that which immediately preceded. I don't it. think that sounds underwhelming, Stephen. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not. Plus, plus, the, plus the payoff shot at the yeah. end, the, the two days later shot of the just the plum that my yeah. ball bag turned into. Do you find yourself when you've done something like that? So, say you've done the vasectomy Olympics and then you know that a few days later you want to get the shot. Of of your your balls if during those days you're in the shower and you're look because you're going to be inspecting yeah, yeah. yourself every day yeah yeah if they're just going back to normal pretty quickly are it you would, disappointed it would have been it would have been heartbreaking yeah uh your dream <laughs> side dish i'm i'm gonna go ahead and have uh what, what do you call it the Puree, mashed potatoes, yeah. kind of a deal. Yeah, with a lot of Stevo's hot sauce for your butthole. I don't know if I've emphasized enough, but I get high on my own supply. <laughs> yeah, man. that yeah, shit is yeah. good. You do, and it's available on Amazon too. Stevo's hot sauce for your butthole. Oh, it and is. it's available in the UK on Amazon in the UK. So you want loads of Stevo's hot sauce for your butthole in the potato. Yeah. yeah, and I want loads of your listeners to to sample Steve-O's hot sauce. Yes. It's that good. Oh, that's coming yeah. across. Yeah, it's I think, that good. Yeah. Do you've, not, you've not buried that message. Head on over to yeah, Amazon. You're and, if you're, and if you're really brave, try the butthole destroyer. Sure. Because you know how the ingredients list starts yeah. with what comprises the largest quantity? Yeah. Of, of, mm -hmm. You know, you go, yeah, yeah, yeah. the top three ingredients of Steve-O's butthole destroyer are the three hottest peppers on earth scorpion ghost and uh carolina reaper yeah one yeah, of those is najajaloki or whatever i don't yeah, sure I that's the I ghost got, pepper i think that ghost. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah so you've been on uh hot ones yeah twice and, um, and then they've got like side ones like truth or dad oh yeah you've yeah, done, done those done things um so you've done everyone who's seen hot ones has seen people do da bomb and people go nuts for it if you can compare the butthole destroyer to the bomb. Butthole destroyer is way gnarlier. Yeah, and, and yeah. The, re the reason for that is that they've got a, uh, and then I, I probably shouldn't even say this because I like I, I love them and I, the, their whole organization. The, the yeah. they've just been very good to me. But butthole destroyer, they wouldn't want to subject the caliber of talent. Yeah. That they have on on their show. Mm -hmm. To, to that level of destruction to their butthole. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. When you went on it as well, you put hot sauce in your eye. I did. Yeah. yeah. Not the destroyer. I would never pour no. the destroyer in my eye. Yeah. But the... That's for butthole strictly. Yeah. Yeah. That's the destroyer. Yeah, I, I the did put it in my butthole. Not the, yeah. 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 the eyeball. <laughs> Steve's eyeball destroyer is coming out. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the, yeah. And I think that might be why I'm wearing glasses because I've squeezed so much lemon juice and, and hot sauce in my eyes over the years. Mm. But yeah, the, the OG basic. Steve-O's hot sauce for your butthole. Um, I've poured it into my eyes. I did on Gordon Ramsay's show. Did that on Hot Ones. I'm, I'm, I think I would like to consider myself retired from pouring hot sauce in my eyeballs. Mm. You've done it enough times now. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think come, there comes a time in every man's life where they have to retire from pouring hot sauce in their eyes. Right. Yeah, and you know made what? That point. That, like, there's zero doubt in my mind. Mm -hmm. I would put a substantial bet on this that. I have poured more hot sauce in my eyes than any man who's ever lived, you yeah. know? And yet, year after year, I'm snubbed by Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> snubbed. Do you know how many undeniable world records I've been snubbed sure. for by Guinness? Yeah, yeah. Right Surely here? skyjacking's got to be a, a world record, well, hasn't one, it? One would think. Yeah. But, but you've got to be able to, like, really qualify... It's got to be demonstrably mm -hmm. provable that it's a world record. Yeah, sure. So the one I'm most confident in, I would submit that nobody has barfed, vomited mm -hmm. on screen in both uh, television and film. I'd like, come on. I know, Lance Bangs, man. Lance Bangs is always puking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he is. He is. I no, mean, no, and, you, and the, 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 the validity of those vomits, I think, can might come into question. Sorry, Lance, I don't know. I think there's a little bit of gagging going on, not necessarily yeah. full blown, full blown puking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I'm full blown puking. Yeah. Nobody can touch me, man. And that's so <laughs> that's so demonstrable. Like, yeah. come on, Guinness. Come on. Like, yeah. what, what's, what's your beef? What's yeah. your, what did I ever do to you? <laughs> what did I ever do? And you know what? Like one of the bucket list bits mm. is is uh a demonstrable, undeniable world record. I won't even Great. say what it is. Yeah. I won't even say what it is. That's more. But I'll have you know that I've yet to hear from Guinness. Yeah, <laughs> and you've con you've contacted Guinness. No, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's true. That's, uh, that 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 uh, that might yeah, be a shortcoming. <laughs>
Now, I haven't been doing dessert, and this kills me because I am a gnarly sugar addict, man. Yeah, like, I'm yeah. a gnarly sweet tooth. And like, um, I remember making it from whenever that first Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie came out. It was yeah. like maybe 2019, maybe 2018. I don't know. Mm-hmm. During that Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie, I got a tub, like a bucket mm-hmm. of caramel popcorn. Mm. Was this was this in America? In America, yeah. yeah. So like the not big, like that. It was a, it was it was a, a plastic one. Yeah, which is prepackaged. It wasn't mm. like where they scoop it out of the popcorn machine. But it was, you know, it, it's it's not uh, wrong to call it a bucket. Mm-hmm. It is a bucket of caramel popcorn, and there's this this licorice product in America known as Red Vines. Yes. and I got a jumbo pack. And I sat there in that Joker movie with just taking a handful of the caramel popcorn, putting it in my mouth, and as I chewed it, inserting a bundle of Red Vines and and uh, kind of chewing it all up together in yeah. concert. Yeah. I found that to be. Delicious. <laughs> I mean, it was like, it was, it was, I ate the entire tub and the whole jumbo pack of red vines. Yeah. And um, I don't even want to know how many grams of sugar that was, sure. but um, that represented for me at the time a rock bottom. And the next day I reached out to somebody who I knew in the food program and said, I need help. And that person became a mentor to me. And for uh, subsequent weeks, maybe months, every meal that I ate, I photographed and texted a photo. Mm-hmm. So that was my accountability yes. in the food program. And uh, that sort of food sobriety lasted for about, I want to say 10 months. I mm-hmm. made it almost a year. And then it was during the pandemic. Tony Hawk is a partial owner in a restaurant down in San Diego. Mm-hmm. And my lady and I were at Tony Hawk's restaurant. I was on my best behavior. And then, you know, at the end of our meal, this this waiter comes by and says, hey, somebody got an order wrong or something. We've got this extra dessert. It was this, uh, like, lava, this chocolate lava cake. Mm. So they, you know, hey, like, and they just put it on the table. And I was like, man, like, screw it. You know, I'm with my girl, you know, and I had one bite of that thing. Then I ate the whole thing. And then... It was just like the 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 cage door opened that little crack mm-hmm. and the whole gorilla came out, man. Yeah, and that's how that's how I am. Like that's it's yeah. it's it just I went into full blown relapse mode, and when I do that, I, I it's very hard for me to get back on the rails. Of course, I'm already planning for the second I'm finished filming my bucket list special, I will eat 24 bags of pickled onion monster munch yeah, yeah. in a row. Of course. you got to celebrate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And that might send me off the rails. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But um, where I sit today, I will say that I'm going to just not have dessert. Mm-hmm. But then again, we've got a question mark. Who knows, come October, where I'm going to be at with my food program. I might be in relapse mode. So hypothetically, if I am in relapse mode, I want every single goddamn dessert on your menu. Sure. <laughs> now, well, here's the thing. Hit me with some because I'll tell you. Well, you know, it is any dessert in the world. It's literally what we've got. All right. But, well, I, I'll, I'll tell you this. Uh, I went into, I forget what uh, what it was called, but it was I was in um, maybe Manchester. Mm. And, and is it Costa? That's the yeah. coffee place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And goddamn, I went into Costa to get uh, a flat white, mm-hmm. and I looked at their display of desserts, and every damn one of them, I was just like, man, if I didn't care, like I, every one of them, it just like, like I was shocked at at what a 
unbelievably appealing selection of cakes and and pies and and just like yeah. dude i wanted it all anything with salty caramel is gonna be a sure. priority yeah 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 salty caramel is great i mean dude i'm i'm pretty bad with sugar i really don't care yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. well i think either no dessert or all the desserts in the world is a good answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good, good, good. What's, what's good. great about this, Steve, is normally when guests come in and pick no dessert or pick something not sweet for dessert, James gets really angry because he's a sugar fiend. He gets angry with the guests. But because you connected it to your recovery journey yeah. and addiction, he can't say anything. I've had to sit here and go, well, I have to let him have no dessert. <laughs> yeah. Which I normally mean, I'm going through the roof at this point. Too. Yeah. I mean, we could like, what's the one that's like, uh, is it creme brulee where you break through yeah, like yeah. The, the caramel, like yeah. heart, and then you just get into the liquid caramel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so it's not, you think it's a creme brulee, you crack the hard caramel and it's just a bowl of caramel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, Sounds good. Yeah, yeah, Well, I'll read your menu back to you now. See how okay, you feel good. about it. Great. You would like uh, a glass of sparkling Thames water. Then you want carrots and hummus with Steve-O's hot sauce for your butthole in the hummus. Starter, pickled onion monster munch, vegan, double-coated. Main course, sea bass. Side dish, pureed mashed potatoes with Steve-O's hot sauce for your butthole. Drink, <laughs> a Virgin Mary, no alcohol. Just the mix. Yeah. And do you want some steel I sauce? I do want a lot of steel sauce. Steel sauce for your Dessert, you would like either no dessert or every dessert in the world. <laughs> Correct. That's fantastic, yeah. Steve. I think yeah. that's a good, yeah, that's a good menu. Yeah, I, I, love, my, I love that menu. And my uh, my little satanic dog was pretty well behaved. Pretty yeah. well behaved. Yeah, anybody yeah. in the day, are you guys interested in uh, in a dog that <laughs> cannot be around other dogs, cats, or children? Well, me and James both have cats, and Benito's got a dog, so I think um, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> right. Thanks okay. for the offer, though. Yeah, for sure, man. Thanks so much for coming to the Dream Restaurant, yeah. Steve-O. Thank that, you, Steve-O. That's a lot of fun, man. Thank you. Well, there we are. Whoa. We got acroided. We got acroided big time. But actually, to be to be fair to Steve-O, yeah. he had a conversation with us. He didn't yeah. just do his menu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did yeah. talk to us and he heard the words that we said. Yes. And responded to those. Um, I love that. Was I was great. happy to just sit back no. and let Steve-O talk. That was fantastic. That's all you want. Yeah, you just let let you know. He's an entrepreneur. Yes, he's a madman. Yes, but he's also very mindful. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the guy has layers. Yeah, so uh, you know, from from one sentence to the next, you don't yeah. know what the subject's going to be. Yeah, and that's that's what that's what you want on a podcast, I guess. Every now and again, I'll be honest. When he took his trousers down within two minutes, yeah. I thought we're we're in for a wild ride here. I I thought I'm going to see at some point. I'm probably going to see up this guy's butthole and out of his mouth. <laughs> Like, he, he's already pulling his pants down. Yeah, but that tattoo was insane. It, it was, was a, brilliant. It's a genuinely good tattoo. Yeah. like Which we hope isn't now absolutely muffled and yeah. falling out. Yeah, as you're hearing this, listener, hopefully you'll be hearing it. Hopefully yeah. we won't have had to pull the entire episode because... We're not pulling it. If he dies, we're going to put it out? What, you think Steve-O wouldn't want this to be released? Oh, yeah, that's it. Steve-O says. Yeah. He said to us, and I don't know what's going to make the edit and what yeah. isn't, but at one point he said that if someone dies... You can mourn how like you feel and yes. you feel bad, yeah. but don't feel sorry for the person. Yeah, they're fine. Yeah. So Steve-O dies. We're putting this out. I think more realistically, you can go and see Steve-O's tattoo in a museum uh, because his leg will have to be amputated. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So he won't have that leg anymore. Yeah. But um, you'll be able to see the tat somewhere. Yeah. Go and watch his special. Go and watch all the Jackass stuff, the Wild Boy stuff. Listen to Steve-O's podcast. Yeah. 
What a guy. Steve-O's Wild Ride, the podcast is called. Yes. He obviously did not say a line of wasabi. Yeah. He did say fizzy Thames water. He said fizzy Thames water. He, 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 you know, there was a lot of stuff. Joe, you know what? He said a lot of things to the point where we just had to take it that his main course was just sea bass and we don't know anything else about that. Yeah. We didn't really have time to delve into the more foodie things that we normally do. Yeah. So it was just sea bass, pureed potato, Steve-O's hot sauce. Yeah, Steve, Steve-O, for your butthole, hot sauce. Do, I mean, check it out on Amazon. I don't think we need to plug it anymore, do we? No. <laughs> of all the things in the world, that... I think that's fine. Thank you very much for listening. We will see you again next week. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. <laughs> <laughs> you will be right Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like... You know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> this was like wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, <laughs> yeah, you, you were different. Like, you were real different, bro. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected yeah. things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com My name is Ian Smith. And I'm Amy Gledhill. And we are from the Northern News Podcast. Where we take a deep dive into the bizarre stories we find from the North. Hey, and if you like food, and I know you like food actually, because you're listening to Off Menu. We've got stories about pigs getting coaxed off roundabout with crisps. We've got stories about gravy wrestling in car parks. We've got stories about restaurants getting one-star food hygiene ratings. And record-breaking Yorkshire puddings. And we've got special guests. Which you may remember from off-menu episodes such as... Maisie Adam, Tim Key, Rosie Jones, Fatah El Ghori, Phil Wang, and he hasn't been on off-menu... But we got Kevin Kennedy, who played Curly Watts in Coronation Street. Take that, eh, caster? So please, give a listen to the Northern News Podcast. Every Thursday, wherever you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm.